0: Welcome to this week's podcast from Free Chapel in Orange County. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, check out our website at freechapel.org. Matthew chapter 4 verse 17. Jesus began to preach and he said this, Repent, for the kingdom is at hand. The kingdom is here. Change the way you think Because the kingdom is here. That's what this word repent means. It doesn't mean come to an altar and weep and wail and fall out. It means metanoia, metamorphosis. It means to change the way you think. Jesus says, change the way you think about God and about yourself. Because the kingdom is here. Matthew 13 verse 31. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed planted in a field the kingdom of heaven is like a seed the kingdom of heaven is like a seed i'm going to give you one more mark chapter 4 verse 12 it's going to come up on the screen for you verse 12 and 13 then jesus said to them don't you understand this parable this parable that we're talking about is the parable of the sower and he says this How will you understand any other parable? Here's what Jesus is saying. If you don't understand the parable of the sower, you won't understand the kingdom. Okay, so I'm I'm building a little case here. And he says, this is what the farmer does. And the farmer is God, by the way. The farmer sows the word. All right, one more time. Matthew 13, verse 31. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed planted in a field. I want to preach to you for just a few moments, and, and I, I, I pray I don't bore you with practicality, but I, but I do pray the Holy Spirit gets our attention through this word, okay? And so um, I don't know how big this sermon will get or how hype this sermon will get, but I do pray this sermon goes down deep into our heart because this is a kingdom message. If we don't get what I'm going to talk about tonight, we will miss, we'll miss the kingdom, and so I just want to, I'm asking you to lean in as I teach and just believe that God's going to speak to your heart. Can I get an amen? Let me preach from this subject. Dream big, start small. Dream big, start small. Look at your neighbor. Tell him, dream big, start small. That neighbor is still in food coma from lunch. Look at your other neighbor, please. Tell him, tell him, dream big, start small. Can you find somebody you don't know and say, hey, dream big, start small. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's pray. Father, thank you that the kingdom of God is like a seed. And I'm praying that that seed would produce a harvest of 30, 60, and even a hundredfold. And I'm praying this in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen. 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 Thank you so much, Cute. Uh, I was just in Dallas literally last night preaching at a conference, amazing conference. About 1,500 uh, students were there. Had an amazing time preaching. Just a little praise report. About 80% of the 1,500 who were there got baptized with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> filled with the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues yes for today it's awesome and this next generation is hungry for it and we just had an amazing move of god well uh one of my friends was there who i've not seen in over a year and we went to the green room after to have dinner and he had lost 50 pounds and i said my god you look amazing what have you done what are you doing you look incredible and he said man drinking a lot of water A lot of lean protein, a lot of vegetables, no carbs, no sugar. And I'm like, man, that is great. So like, what pill are you taking? (laughs) Yeah, man, just a lot of water, lean protein, a lot of veg, you know, no sugar, no carbs, working out a lot. Man, that is so cool. So did you do gastric? Come on, somebody, don't act like, don't even. And he's like, yeah, man, just a lot of water, you know, no more coke. It's a lot of lean protein, a lot of veg, just, you know, no more carbs, no more white sugar. Man, that is so cool. So I saw in a magazine, they can actually put a balloon in your stomach now, and you're always halfway full. Is that what you did? Uh, So, man, no, so I just, I drinking a lot of water, no more Dr. Pepper, no more sweet tea, just some lean protein, vegetables, no more carbs, no more white sugar. Man, that is so cool. So was it, was it like, um so, so, uh so, so did they like suck the fat out or... Did they cut it off or like, what do I need to do to look like that? Cause I'm trying to lose 50 pounds. And he's like, yeah, man. So it's like been a year, a lot of hard work, a lot of push-ups, a lot of running, a lot of lean protein, a lot of water, no more Coke had to cut my Dr. Pepper, man. That is so, so are you on diet Dr. Pepper or can I get a witness from somebody? Listen. I loved his results. I hated his process. (laughs) Jesus shows up in Mark chapter 4 and he says, Guys, I've got great news for you. The kingdom is here. And the Jews rejoice. Finally, the prophesied military leader of Isaiah is amongst us. The government will be upon his shoulders. The prince of peace, the man of war, the man with a sword, the man who will roll in on a white stallion, the man who is going to bring death to our enemies. Finally, the king is here. This was amazing news. The Jewish people began to celebrate, finally, freedom from Roman oppression. Freedom from high taxes. Freedom from persecution. Freedom from a king who does not know our God. Finally, a king, a military leader. Finally, we will be free from our enemies. Finally, the prayers we have prayed and the prophecies we have read and the stories we've told our children. Finally, a true King David is coming. But the the God-man King David, the the son of David, the Messiah is here. Oh man, he's about to take Nero out. He's about to take Rome out. Uh, Israel is about to become the capital of the world again. This is amazing. Finally, the king is here. They wanted a war. And so many times when we talk about King Jesus, we want a war with the devil. We want instantaneous victory. We don't want lean protein and water and vegetables. We want a miracle. I love miracles. I wish I had more of them. But here's what I've learned. I've learned that I want everything from God right now. I want everything in life right now. I don't want to wait for nothing. This is why one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is patience. Oh. Not speed. Not quickness. I felt the quickness of the Holy Ghost. That's the fruit. That ain't the fruit of the Holy Ghost. The fruit of the Spirit is patience. Why? Because it's going to take more time than you thought it was going to take. And I know you didn't come at 5 o'clock on a beautiful Sunday to hear this. But I'm telling you, this will change your life, friend. Because I, I want what I want and I want it now. Now. I want a miraculous turnaround. And Jesus said, you're going to receive the kingdom, but here's the kingdom. The kingdom is not war. The kingdom is not an immediate turnover. The kingdom is a seed. So Jesus comes and he says, the kingdom of God is like, and they're going, oh, it's like, it's like takeover. It's like revival. Revival. It's like, a, it's like a 180. The kingdom of God is fast. The kingdom of God is quick. The kingdom of God is going to happen instantaneous. Yeah, the kingdom of God. Oh, we love this King Jesus. He goes, actually, the kingdom of God is like a seed. <laughs> and the Jewish people, the first century people, rejected the Messiah. I've got news for you, friends. So many of us, we sit in church and we love Jesus And we don't reject him, but we reject his process. And therefore, we reject his blessing. And we come into church week after week wondering why isn't anything happening. And it's because we are expecting this when God wants to give you that. I know it's quiet. It's all right. We so often miss out on what God has for us. But because it comes in a package we do not like. I feel like I need to say it again just to help the atmosphere. We so often miss out on what God has for us because it comes in a package we do not like. We want it now and we want it our way. But friend, we do serve a king, but it's not Burger King. Hold the pickles, hold the lettuce. If y'all old, special orders don't upset us. This is old school Burger King. Because you can have it your way. And we think that's how the kingdom is. I want it and I want it my way. And God says, you're going to get it, but you're going to get it my way. (laughs) I'm going to give it to you, but I'm going to give it to you in a way that not only blesses you, it makes you holy. (laughs) So maybe the situation you're in is actually an answer to your prayer. I didn't pray for this. God has the gift of interpretation. (laughs) He does. He goes, oh, you want that? Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you a little differently. If you'll embrace the process, it'll bless you and it'll make you holy. It'll bless you and it'll make you like my dear son. It'll bless you and it'll make you more mature. So maybe the season you're in is actually an answer to your prayer. We pray, let your kingdom come. But the kingdom is seed. We pray for the kingdom. God answers you with seed. God let your kingdom come. And he gives you an opportunity. Oh man, I want more of Jesus in my life. And after service, we go, hey, can we just get some guys to move chairs for us? Oh man, I gotta go, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta, I gotta go to Chick-fil-A. It's closed on Sundays. Oh yeah, but I gotta go uh, to, uh, uh. We ask for the kingdom because we want a king and we want a divine reversal. And God says, I'm gonna give you seed. I'm gonna give you an opportunity. Jabin, I feel called to ministry. That is awesome. We've got hundreds of kids right now that need ministered to. I'm a great singer. That is awesome. Currently don't have any room up here, but we got a stage over there with some sixth graders that need some servants. Yeah, but you don't know, but, but, but. We all got a but, friend. Stop it. We call for the kingdom. God gives us opportunity. I'm asking for the kingdom. God gives me seed. I'm praying for the kingdom to come in my life. God gives us an instruction. God lets your kingdom come. God gives you a chance to serve. Wow, you want my kingdom to come? Oh, man, that is so awesome. So there's this class called Next Steps. I'd like you to go through it. No, no, Lord, I want your kingdom. Yeah, but I'm asking for five hours on a Saturday. I know I'm on your toes. I already, I know, I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know I'm, I'm stepping on your toes. It's okay, it's okay. Your toes are getting stronger every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Like, just come with some steel toe boots next week. You'll be fine. Oh God, I'm called to the ministry. Awesome, move chairs. I don't know who it is, but some amazing servant in between every service vacuums this altar. That's the kingdom. (laughs) But I want it now. God says, I have a work to do in your heart first. We've got 200 students every Saturday night. Come into the youth ministry. Where's our young people at? Let me hear you. Where are you? Okay. Easy with the Red Bull people. You know what they need? They need big brothers. They need big sisters. They need aunts and uncles. They need moms and dads. They need grandmas and grandpas. Jake needs you. Yeah, but I want the kingdom. Well, there's your opportunity. Because there's a generation waiting We want a miracle. God is giving you an opportunity. We we want what we want. God's giving you an instruction. Yeah, but I want King Jesus to to tear this thing up. And he goes, no, but I'm going to come and see for him. And if you're not careful, you'll miss it because it starts so much smaller. I am not against you dreaming big. I'm just asking you to start small dream big get a dream for your life whatever it is whether it's for hollywood whether it's for making millions of dollars whether it's whether it's to be a a stay-at-home mom i don't know what your dream is but dream your dream but friend are you willing to start small gretchen has an amazing class um i I forgot what it's called how many know i don't know nothing about these names no but but the, the 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 other class Just for you. Just for you. We have an amazing class down there called Just for You. For kids who have special needs. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's awesome. It's the kingdom. And some of you have a unique grace for that opportunity. We need you to say yes to it. Yeah, but I can't again my word. Maybe the word isn't manifesting because you haven't sown any seed. If the Word is a seed, but you ain't sowing seed, why do you think you're going to get a harvest? Somebody needs to change diapers. Is this a pitch to get more people involved? It's just I'm just telling you, this is what the kingdom is. The kingdom is not glamorous. The kingdom is not just divine intervention. The kingdom is God saying, I want to partner with you. But it's not always going to be the big things. It's going to be some small things. Because God says, if I can trust you to be on time to park cars out there with those crazy people with bad attitudes that don't want to park where you want them to park. And I'm not judging any of you, but I'm judging all of you. That guy's out there in his orange vest. And you have to go that way. Is he a prophet? No, I just know church people. I need my parking spot. I need my seat. That's not the kingdom, friend. And you want to be a millionaire, but you can't park cars. I'm just telling you. Young people, y'all got to get involved in this church. Don't just show up and turn up during the fast songs. We need you serving. We need you vacuuming. We need you setting up chairs. We need you helping in kids. We, we need the next generation to not just come in and go, yeah, this is my church with cool lights and cool sound. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's awesome. And it's all for me, me, me. No, it's not for us. It's here for us to serve and give our life away to something greater. Oh, come on. Am I helping anybody today? I... I I'm just telling you, I am where I am right now because I embrace the seed. People tease me when they, when they see my car out there. Oh, pastor with the car. But you didn't see the Honda Accord 1994 that I drove 350,000 miles. With the bumper taped on. You didn't see the Hyundai. That didn't have a first gear or a third gear. So in second gear. In the fourth. By the way, didn't have reverse. Y'all didn't see that. Don't judge my harvest. You didn't see my seed. But are we willing to sow? Are we willing to embrace the kingdom and go, God, start with a seed? I'm ready to start small, I'm ready to go low, I'm ready to be humble. I don't need it big, and I don't need it to be about me. I want it to be about the kingdom. God's given us an opportunity. Oh God, let your kingdom come. He said, Here's some seed, here's a chance to serve. I need my bearings to get better. Come to the altar. Pray for us. We need a miracle. No, you don't. You need to come to that thing that's going on. Marriage seminar. (laughs) Cecily, can you just help preach every time I, with another mic, just to like constantly? You need to be at the marriage seminar. I ain't got time for that. You're missing the kingdom. Because that's a seed. It didn't come in the package you want. No, no, no. I just want you to, I just want to come to the altar. I want you to pray for me. I want to fall down. I want to cry. I want to look over at my wife and I want love back. It don't work that way. <laughs> I just need a second honeymoon, Jesus. No, 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 no. You need, you, need, you need to embrace the seed. You need to embrace the small. You need to embrace honoring your spouse again, loving your spouse again, saying the right things to your spouse again, doing the things that they need you to do, going to marriage seminars, getting involved. And, and, and I know that hurts, but that's how the kingdom works. I've said this before, but I felt led to tell this story. The children of Israel, they say, Moses, we want bread, we want it now. They wanted bread, they were in the wilderness and they wanted bread, man. This high protein, gluten free diet wasn't working. The children of Israel said, We need bread. (laughs) Moses said, Do you understand what happens when you eat gluten? Do you understand what happens? We get it, we don't care. (laughs) it's going to make you bloated. Those carbs turn right into sugar. I don't care. I need bread in this desert. He said, let me talk to God. Moses went to God. Yo, God, they want bread. God said, do they understand what happens when they eat gluten? (laughs) Turns right into white sugar. It's like eating chocolate cake. God, they want bread. Okay. God says, Moses, tell them they're going to have bread in the morning. And they wake up the next morning and the ground is covered in this white stuff. And they look at it, and the Bible said in Exodus chapter 16, verse 31, the Israelites called the food manna. (laughs) They walked out of their tents expecting biscuits. If you're from the south, tortillas. If you're from the further south, papusas, if you're even more south. They, they, They were expecting bread, they walk out. And they look at this white stuff on the ground and they go, manna. The children of Israel called it manna. They said, manna. Manna is a Hebrew word. It means what is it? I don't know if you're laughing because you think I'm joking. That's actually what it means. Look it up. It means manna. They prayed for bread. God gave them seed. Because they had to take it and form it and bake it and process it. I want bread right now. God gives you manna. I want to be more like Jesus. And the next morning you wake up, manna, why am I in this tough situation? God said, I'm just helping you. <laughs> we, 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 we ask for things, but we don't like the package in which God sends it. Let me give you Zechariah, Zechariah chapter 4, verse 10. Don't despise the day of small beginnings. Start small. My marriage needs a miracle. Start small. Pray tonight before you go to bed. For four seconds. Lord bless our marriage. Amen. And turn around and be mad at him, But pray. <laughs> Hello? Start small. I'm not ready to tithe. Then give something. But get involved. I'm not going to give 10%. Then give 1%. But do something. Start small. Don't despise the day of small beginnings. Oh man, I'm going to own a business one day. I'm going to make me some money. Okay, but but are you on time to your job? Don't despise the day of small beginnings. Oh, my boss is terrible. But if you want to be a boss one day, maybe stop talking about the boss that way. Because you're going to reap what you sow. Are you ready to reap yourself? Oh, thank you. I hear an amen over there and I love you. And everybody else is, I'm getting dirty looks from over here. So I'm going to pre-see y'all over here. Okay. Are you ready to go small? You ready to embrace a small beginning? Do not despise. Do not look down on a small beginning. I know it's humbling. It's humbling. But start small because God has a big life for you, but it always starts small. Huh. See, we want it full grown. Imagine that, mamas, giving birth to a full grown human. You're dead. You're going to die. You're dead. You barely made it seven pounds. Do with a full grown human. If God gave you everything the moment you prayed for it, it'd kill you because it's too big for your character, isn't ready. So, God says, I give you a promise, and then I give you a process. And if you'll be faithful with the process, you'll eventually receive the promise. God, I want a giant oak tree. Here's a seed. I've got massive dreams for my life. Man, I love it. I'm excited about it. That's awesome. Here's a seed. We want it full grown, but God doesn't do anything like that. If Joseph received the fullness of his promise, the fullness of his dream in the book of Genesis, if he received that right away, think about how much pride he had just when he received the dream. One little dream rolling up to his family. Y'all going to bow down to me. Imagine if God gave him the whole kingdom of Egypt, he'd have killed his family. (laughs) He wasn't ready. Rabbi's debate that from the moment of his dream to the moment of being on the throne, it was anywhere between 13 and 22 years. When God gives you a promise, the next step is not manifestation. The next step is process. I'm going to give you a glimpse into your amazing future. But I can't give it to you all yet because your character isn't ready. So now I'm going to walk you through a process. Seed, time, and harvest. And by the way, Genesis 8 verse 22 says, As long as the earth remains, that's what it's going to be like. Seed, time, harvest. And in, and in the original Hebrew, it was spelled seed, time with a hundred (laughs) eyes harvest no it wasn't i'm just kidding but how many know that's how it is we go from glory to glory no it's actually glory to uh, glory (laughs) don't get stuck up on me y'all know it's true You take us higher and higher. I wish you take us higher than lower. Work on my character. Work on my attitude. Get rid of that junk in my trunk. Make sure I repent and higher. And we shouldn't fight it. We should embrace it. I'm not going to be like the first century people that hated Jesus because they hated what he came with. Friend, I want to love Jesus and I want to love the process because there's something that happens in me that cannot happen any other way. Give him a shout real quick and I'll be done. Let's have the team come up. So Jesus says this, the kingdom of God is like a seed, but he specifies not just a seed, a mustard seed. Now, for first century culture, they knew exactly what this was. Mustard trees were both trees and like these bushes that would grow. They were pests. They were like weeds. They would grow and they would go out of control. They would literally take over. They were actually an annoyance. If you'll embrace the seed and say yes to the process one day that thing will break through the earth and all of a sudden will begin to move so fast and it felt like five years of process but then all of a sudden, boom, all of a sudden there's all this harvest and it's annoying to the devil it's a pest to the devil Because you were willing to start small and go low and be humble and start with a seed, all of a sudden, kind of out of nowhere, boom, that thing breaks through. And before you know it, you have all of this harvest and it is completely taking over. Friend, that's what God will do with your life. If you're willing to wait, Galatians chapter 6 verse 9, for due season. Do not grow weary in well-doing. Let me say it this way. Do not grow weary in seed time. Don't grow weary while you're waiting. For in due season, you will reap a harvest. I'm just asking you to be faithful. I'm asking you to be faithful to your marriage, to your church, to your God, to your kids. Because every deed is a seed. And I have an incredible big future because God is a big God with big plans. And that thing is coming, and it's coming faster than I think, but it's gonna start smaller than I think. Would we embrace the kingdom? Would we embrace the seed? Dream big, start small. Dream big, start small. So Dr. Robert Schuler said it like this. You can count the seeds in an apple, but you cannot count the apples in a seed. I'm going to say it again. See, because you just think you threw a couple of bucks in the offering. You just think you're tithing. You can count the seeds in an apple. Okay, I'm giving $100 a week, or I'm giving $40 a week, or for some of you, you're very blessed. I'm giving $1,000 a week, or wherever it is, anywhere in between. I'm giving $4 a week, whatever it is. You can count the seeds in an apple, but you cannot count the apples in one seed. Because one seed can literally become an orchard over time. Would you be faithful to it? So here's what I'm asking you. Jesus said the farmer, sows the word. Would you be faithful? Let me just give you some homework real quick. First of all, get in the word. What are you saying? Read your Bible. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Start small. Oh man, I read one chapter and I forget everything I read. Then read half a chapter, but start somewhere. Read your Bible. Number two, speak life. I talked about it this morning and I hope you'll get the podcast. Speak life, speak blessing. Speak the word. Read the word, speak the word. Number three, where is God asking you to humble yourself? Is it here in the house of God? Probably. I've just learned that if I'll build God's house, God will build my house. If I'll serve God's house, God will take care of my house. If I'll give my life to something bigger than me, eventually my life will grow into that bigger thing. I don't don't have a huge life, but I have a bigger life than a lot of people who grow up in Belen, New Mexico. There are more people in this building right now than in my hometown. That's true. There are more people in this building right now than are in my hometown. The Bible says the world of the generous, it just gets larger and larger. The world of the kingdom Christian that embraces the seed it just gets bigger and bigger. Hey, dream big. Dream big for your family. Dream big for your kids. Dream big for your life. But start small. Can you say amen? Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you were blessed.